Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to your very favourite podcast with your exquisite hosts in Dimitri Williamson and myself, Thomas Knight Esquire. How are you doing, everybody? How are we, Dimitri? How yeah, you? we're good. We're good. Gearing up for Christmas. You know how it is. Course. Course. Course so. for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, you know, I went to Germany, went to Aachen. Um, for Did some, you? For some... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you there. I was I was at home, mate. Um, work's been crazy. Work's so, always crazy for you, apparently. Well, it's because I work with banks and developers, and developers are, I wouldn't say dodgy, but they have issues with cash flow. So sure. heavily reliant on bank debt. Oh. Yeah, so anyway, it's boring. Um, how about you? You've lived a, a fairly interesting life at the moment. Well, I have just been to Aachen, which is in Germany, oh. for, for some of our less um, knowledgeable listeners. Or travelled. Um, doesn't have to or, be knowledge. Or less, well, you know, whatever. Um, it was good. Went to a Christmas market, one of the biggest in Europe. It was huge. It was massive. Um, but it was German, so it was horrendously efficient. Um <laughs> that's not racist don't don't pull that face um it was good i you know first time i've been to germany um and as someone of german descent it was good for me i enjoyed it you're joking this is the first time you've been to germany yeah how did so, that happen did, did weren't you there when you tried to march across poland <laughs> <laughs> no no i was too young um uh yeah no let's not make those sort of jokes <laughs> Uh, we're not we're not we're not lowbrow like that how was um, um how was the the mood in germany just because obviously strasbourg there was a a gunman who killed um a lot of people and injured a lot of people was yeah. there any extra security on show um i did see police officers uh whether they were armed or not i, I couldn't see i didn't know if they had pistols or whatever but there were there was visible um enforcement on the streets but not not so much that you thought about it and you thought, oh my God, they could be a terrorist because of the Strasbourg shooting. And, and obviously last year, Germany had the attack in Munich, didn't they? True, they had a um, terrorist attack. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there was security, but there wasn't enough to make you think there's security or I should be worrying. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I really liked it. It was a nice city. Recommended to anyone. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Did you did you climb up the uh, the, the the town the, the main cathedral or the church that's in the town centre? Uh, I didn't. I didn't go into the cathedral, um, which was a shame. I wanted to, but the place was packed. Um, it was it was so so busy. It's kind of good um, that you didn't go because it is a lot of steps. Have you been? Yes. Oh, you've been to Arkham. Oh yeah, sure. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> well travelled. Oh. So. Yeah, yeah, and and knowledgeable. So, so you tick both boxes. Well, done. So you know, just to you know, just to throw it in there, wasn't it? Really, that you've just won up me. No, no, not at all, not at all. But um, I, I thought Aachen, Aachen's quite quite a small town as well, isn't it? Well, quite a small city. It's, it's yes. not massive. It's not huge, but the Christmas market itself is huge. It sprawls across the city. So obviously, if you when did you go to Aachen? Oh, God, this must have been... I was still at school, so at okay. least 20 years. 
um, well, I don't know if you remember. So you've got the cathedral and then you have the town hall, which I think was the palace that Charlemagne built. Um, and they're obviously two distinct buildings. And basically the Christmas market sort of winds its way around the streets between these two buildings. It's, it's, it's massive. There's, there's over 100 stalls easily. Nice. Um, nice. Not to mention how many bratwurst, glühwein, um, beer, and um, goulash stands that there are. Goulash? Is it from yeah. the Empiric days? <laughs> I'm not sure. It was nice, though. It was nice. Well, I tried I it. Bet it was. Bet it was. Yeah, it was very nice. But, you know, beautiful city. Uh, I went to the spa as well, so, because it's, it's, uh, it's got Europe's hottest um, spa system, you know, naturally heated waters. Apparently, nice. Which is why the Roman, Romans rather enjoyed it, and the Germans. Well, and the Germans, but you know, only because of the Romans and their aqueducts. Uh, so, so, so yeah, it was an enjoyable trip all round, and it, it certainly, certainly beat working. So, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, where are you now? I'm at home. Oh right, so I was right. Yeah, you were correct. Well, obviously, so. <laughs> with your duck egg um, blue walls. It's not duck egg blue at all. Um, let's not get into this. Let's, so, let's, what was what was what other. was the most jarring culturally thing for you in Germany? Because um, you've never been, right? So it must be quite interesting. What did I find jarring? Or or, or interesting? Not maybe not jarring. Jarring may be the wrong word to say because that would be quite shocking. But just any quirks, any interesting thing? Well, did they prove themselves right to be more efficient than not? I found the city to be quite efficient in the way that the traffic was controlled. I thought that the the lighting system was really good. Um, the and lighting I, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know there was no congestion. It was busy, yeah, okay. but there was no congestion, and everything seemed organised. And I just, I just liked the Germans. I felt at home with them. I sporadically started speaking German. Of course, it's been buried in my brain somewhere. Um, and I got sideways glances from from my family that I was with, and they were just like, Where, "Where's this German coming from?" And I was just like, "I don't know, it's just in me." So, <laughs> hello, um, Vegetas, to <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was enough. good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Anyway, so what's on the agenda for today? The docket. Well, the docket. If we start from the beginning, our one of our favourite themes. The British Army testing autonomous systems, the of kinetic course. titan strike. Yeah. Uh, it is what looks like a light artillery tank. Yes. Um, and I assume artificial intelligence, or it's re- is it remote controlled or is it artificially intelligent? I think it's AI. Ooh. Okay. So you kind of you set a path, and it it's like a like one of those robotic hoovers. That kind of <laughs> just mops up enemy forces, <laughs> but instead of picking up dust, it just kills people. So. Yeah, yeah, it's like Roomba, but with a machine gun. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Genius, That's... yeah, <laughs> genocidally genius. Um, if only Hitler had one of those. If only he had an army of them, then you know he'd have been sorted. That would have been a much easier genocide. Do you think, this is an interesting question, do you think that um, Hitler would have been as successful now as he was in 
20s? No, because social media would have really thwarted him, I think. Do you think? And Well, I think the network, if he would have operated in a way that maybe like China or North Korea operates, where they they monitor and control what gets leaked into the outside world, then perhaps. But I think with the way that Germany is, you know, obviously central to Europe, it's difficult to... But what about in terms of rhetoric? Um, do, do you think he would have won on the populist agenda, which, which is basically what he ran on? Which is why people wrongly compare Trump to Hitler. I think if he... Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He he would have been very successful in in that respect. He would have obviously found it a lot more difficult to murder people. But well, he would have he would still have been able to take control. Tell that to the Rohingyas or the Yemenis. Okay, they're being slaughtered by the thousands. That's fine. Yeah, Whatever. not Central Europe though, are they? Ooh. Does it matter? I'm not sure. Not sure. Anyway, so yeah, okay, so so they, they tested their tanks, which is great. Um, obviously, I, I, I don't really know how this is going to go, though, because is warfare just essentially going to be who has the best AI? It's basically going to be a scene from Terminator. But without the humans, so who, who's ever army, or, or do you think it will be robots, and then second layer will be people? controlling, like, um, drones. And then yeah. third layer will be people with weapons. So it'll be like a triple threat, triple-layered yeah. army where you're not just fighting with humans. You're fighting with machines first, then machines controlled by humans, then humans. Which, you, which do you think would be more dangerous, a machine operating on its own systems or a machine operated by a human? Well, I would have thought... If, if the AI is good, let's assume it's the best AI possible. Yeah. So it thinks strategically, it calculates a million moves ahead, then it can fire within you know, a millimeter accuracy. Yeah. I would have thought that um, something like a, an AI system would be much more deadly. But if you know the operating system and you understand what agenda it's working to, then you can work around those parameters, can't you? Well, that's, that's where it will have to be so intelligent that actually you can't. Because it's yeah. like humans. Humans are essentially machines with a set parameter system. Which is why some armies are better than others, because they're just more creative. Yeah. And some are more primitive, so therefore they will lose quicker. So, for example, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know we talked about the Sentinel Island guys that killed that, um, uh, what you call them, missionary. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that if the U.S. Army wanted to take over the island, they could easily do that. Of course. Um, even even with just basic weaponry, because they have that knowledge of um, the you know the Roman system of attack. What was that called? The not not the Panzer. What the fuck was that called? Anyway, you know where where it's like it's a crowd of them. They put on shields and they keep walking oh, forward. Oh, the tortoise. Yeah, sure. And <coughs> so and. And, you know, Americans are essentially British people, so let's not get it twisted, uh, who have had a lot of success on the, on, the, um, on the battlefront. Sure. 
so I'm pretty sure they would be very good. It's actually, I find it quite impressive how innovative the Brits are, because for such a small nation and a small island, you know, three quarters of the landmass was conquered. Mm-hmm. Um, they had one of the best navies for 600 years. Something like that, yeah. You know, it's not, not just a hat track, is it? Yeah. <laughs> There's brains in there. Yeah. A hat track, for those who don't understand, a hat track is something that you put a hat on. <laughs> so what I'm doing is I'm comparing a, hat, a head, a human head to a hat track to say that it doesn't just hold hats. It's actually clever as well. It's a very good metaphor. <clears throat> yeah, sure, sure. And then your favourite. What was your favourite? Um, a Chinese factory robot malfunctioned and skewered a worker with 10 massive steel spikes. Yeah. That was um, premeditated. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it just collapsed, mate. <laughs> pretty sure it just collapsed. Look, and, and the guy I wasn't sending you something with facts. I saw a headline. I thought, I know someone who's Asian. And I sent it to him. And oh. that person was you. Right, okay. Just in case you were thinking of working in a factory in China with sure. autonomous robots. Sure. So. Okay. So, anyway, next. Um, did you see that Elon Musk opened... Well, he didn't open, but he showed the, the tunnel system. Yeah. Thought it was really interesting, actually. I can understand why a lot of people think he's slightly off his rocker, but um, I think the guy is a massive visionary genius. I I'm not sure whether this is... Such a great idea, though. I was expecting a much more... Because essentially, basically, for those who don't know, what it is, is a tunnel with what looks like a machine that takes your Tesla and pulls it at a very high speed across across the tunnel, along the tunnel. Now the way that, so the the way the way that he came around with this idea, is he was, he was in traffic. I'm not sure if he was in traffic or his driver was in traffic. <laughs> Probably the latter. And uh, and he was like, oh, I can't can't stand this traffic. Need something to do about this. Blah blah. So he made this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Hyper, not hyperloop. Is it hyperloop? It's basically yeah. a tunnel system, where initially it was like a. Um, it was a a rail, and you, you you go, you drive around in your in your normal Tesla, and you go into a certain port. This port has a has like a platform which you go onto with your Tesla. It pulls down, and then that platform is like a sled, which is shot across, and apparently it's going to be like from L.A. to San Francisco. I don't know how far that is. I'm assuming it's impressive, in like. 20 minutes. So let's say Oxford to London, which is normally about an hour and a bit, will be in 20 minutes. Mm. Okay, that's cool. But what he showed was actually not quite the same. It was more that you drive in with your Tesla to this to this um, tunnel, and then your Tesla is pulled. So it's essentially your Tesla is driven by a robot. It's not really a... Um, it's not a sled as I, as I thought it would be. 
No. It's still a, a really impressive idea. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I think I think it is, but it's just weird how. Whether it's practical or not to have um, a tunnel system from LA to San Francisco, which is it's a fair old way. Whether that's practical, whether it's doable, I don't know. Is it? It must have looked. At well, it. my issue with this is surely your car depreciates faster because it's going at a high speed for hundreds of miles. It's being um, driven, so it's still the wheels are rotating. It's not like it's on a sled. It's well, not like it's it goes still. onto a rail system. Yeah. So essentially, your car becomes like a small train. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is the, the yeah, mechanics yeah, are still, still running. Well, I mean, there's not really many mechanics, are there? Just wheels. Well, all right. I'm just saying. Well, you know, you have a few issues with it, but you know, fine. Sure. You still go 150 mile an hour. Sure. But um, no, I mean, it's it's an interesting system, and I'm sure it's going to get developed more. But yeah. It's uh, it's quite interesting. What about you? What what have you found that's quite interesting? This well, what have I found that's interesting? What a, what an odd question. What I did find interesting was something that you sent me about um, well, what was the college called? Green Evergreen. Evergreen, yeah, yeah. Evergreen so State the, University. Evergreen State University, and I you sent me, well, you told me to check out the riots online. Um, and I did. I don't know if anyone else has looked at it. Um, I wasn't State entirely... College, sorry. Sorry, Evergreen State College. Um, and when you were explaining it to me, um, why they were having the... I mean, do you want to explain it again for our listeners? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to read about this just because it's... Um, it's more of a... It's, it's quite an interesting situation. So... The way that it all started is Evergreen has a day every year where the racial minority um, don't attend university to highlight their place in society and to highlight how integral they are to society. Because obviously, you know, th- this means every- anyone who's not your Anglo-Saxon white person doesn't go to university, sure. which is quite a lot of people. Um, you know, fair enough. Um, and what I think what's happened this time around is that what the students said is, well, why don't the white students and professors leave campus for a day where it's normally traditional for black students voluntarily to do the same? Mm-hmm. Remember, this is voluntarily. Sure. So one of the professors objected. Uh, this uh, this process to being um, Eric Weinstein. Not the same guy. <laughs> and uh, Harvey. Uh, yeah. Um, and he's um, he was basically called a racist. Um, can I actually... Can I see this? Can you hear this? Let me know if you can hear this. No. No, nothing's playing yet. That's why. <laughs> Very quietly. Quiet? Yeah. So anyway, so he was saying, look, guys, I don't think the the whole point... Because he's, he's a very progressive professor. And when you sure. listen to him, 
you can actually see that he's you know he's all for racial equality uh gender equality all 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 the equalities that they that the left wing loves currently uh, sure not ironically not during the communist era where they hated the gays right so anyway so he um he was saying look guys you know let's discuss this it's a discussion. You need to hear my views as well as I need to hear your views and we can come to a conclusion. And they're like, no, fuck you. You're a racist. You're a fucking bellend, whatever. Well, they probably didn't say bellend, but... <laughs> Very English word, that one. And, and basically, they said, no, you need to fuck off the campus. You're a fucking racist. You, you know, you should leave. You should lose your job. Okay, fine. Um... And then that was it, basically. The dean of university got involved. Um, and this is how bad it was. So the dean of university was addressing this crowd of students in the hall. And he was using, you know how people use their hands to convey message and to speak like I'm doing now? Gesticulation, yeah. So he was gesticulating to, well, while he was expressing his emotion, etc., etc. Sure. And his students said well and his students said put your hands down this is a microaggression what you're doing is microaggression right so he put his hands down and they laughed at him because they know how fucking weird that is they know that they're fucking around and i think this is what's happening they know that they're being fucking ridiculous but they're pushing the boundary to see whether the adults react in a way that is fitting which is to tell them fuck you guys i'm gonna throw you out yeah imagine if when we were at ue the university that we both went to yes and you remember there was that um the protest against the uh, raising of the university fees yes and imagine if we all went out and we said no you guys get paid too much you need to go fuck you like they were literally telling this guy to fuck off yeah. They were told. They were telling him that he's a fucking racist. Not just a racist, a fucking racist. Right. They were acting completely inappropriately, like children, who are scorned because they didn't get their fix of sugar. And, <clears throat> and this 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 guy, professor, uh, dean of the college, is he he acted like a complete cuck. You know what I mean? Where he was sure. just like. Completely impotent, completely powerless. He wrote a letter apologizing to all the students. And he started it as, hi, uh, my name is George. You can, I, you, can u- you can use pronouns such as he and him. Really? Yes. Uh, it just sounds like cowardice to me. Exactly. He's either pandering to the students or he's just... Or I can understand. Should... I can understand in America because, mm. well, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not sympathizing with him. Sympathize, yeah. Yeah, I'm sympathizing with him. Um, photosynthesizing. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, it, it's 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 a weird one because in America, racism is obviously a massive thing, and people will lose their jobs for anything that could even be remotely conveyed to as racism. But at the same time, if I'm in front of a crowd and they're saying, oh, using your hands as a microaggression, I'll be like, 
Okay. There's your microaggression. <laughs> For our listeners, I'm throwing up a middle finger right now. And it is and small, that, so that is a microaggression. It's a very small, very small. Um, it's not. It's massive. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, it works. It works. It conveys a perfectly good message. You know, it means fuck off. If you don't like it, go to another college. Well, this is this is the thing. Um, obviously, it's all relative. But I think what's lacking here is perspective from the from the from from the student side. Right. They think this is normal. They think that they deserve this, and they think that this is what people should be doing, i.e., free thinkers who challenge authority. Sure. Now, what they're doing is they're making themselves look like cunts who challenge cunts. Yes. There's. And people there's... lost their jobs because of this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's terrible. There's no way that what they're doing, as far as I can see, whether I'm missing the point somewhere along the line, I don't know. But that's not a forward-thinking pattern, is it? That's not a way to ease any sort of tensions across races, you know? Well, this is this is my thing, is that actually, if you want to ease tension across races, why would you segregate races? Why would you create isolated groups based on race and separate them and then highlight their separation i i, I don't know you know it, it doesn't surely it doesn't it's completely counterintuitive of course it is let me ask you this being someone who is not of white origin what are you talking about <laughs> don't know what you mean go and have a look in the mirror mate um and don't be shocked by the outcome sure um, so, you are not a white man. You are of a different ethnic origin and gender. Would you? I mean, I don't want to make this awkward, but would you have taken part? Would you take part in these? It's just called spade a spade. These protests. Ooh, you can't say that, mate. Oh, I just did. <laughs> um, would I take part? No, because it's retarded. So, and if, I'm not making fun of people. Mental disability. Retardation, no. Of course. Um, so but if, so if someone came to you, so let's say, I don't know, another Asian person came to you or an African-American, whatever, they came to you and said... Well, interestingly, go on. before you say this, interestingly, they see Asian people as part of the problem. Okay. I'm fairly sure that I saw some Asian people in the videos. Oh, yeah. But same as you saw white people chanting black power in the videos. And they're students, weren't they? Oh, yes. It's just a head fuck. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dimitri's laughing because I've just put my hand in my head. Sorry, my, my head in my hands. Because th there's no winning this, is there? No, there like isn't. Like calling the white teachers racist, but then having a white person next to you fucking chanting black power. Fairly sure that we covered this in a previous episode where we talked about people getting offended for other people. So, uh, for example, me being offended that someone call you, called you an Asian cunt or something. Um, well, that'd be true. No, though, but do you know what I mean? So. Like, you know. It, if it I is was black, if, if I was black, right, if, I, if, if I'm a black man and. And uh, I'm going on the Million Man March. Um, and you're my white friend. And you say, do you know what, Tom? I'm coming with you and I'm, I'm going to chant 
you know, black power, I'd be like, it's right, mate. <laughs> you stay home. <laughs> All right, you stay home. Because as much as I appreciate the effort, you're not black. So, you know, this is our issue. Um, but then again, you know, that whole mentality is segregation itself. So, well, yeah, I mean, this is where it kind of falls between the lines a bit because the one thing that, the one thing that, on the one hand, do, do you raise someone's, do you raise a black person's voice to be heard on the same level as a white person? Or do you, so do, do you isolate their influence in society and increase it so that it's at the same point or do you increase both at the same time so things like if you went on a <clears throat> if i was going on a asian march and you said oh you, you know i'm gonna come in, in your support i would be like you know what actually yes that is good just don't shout asian power because that's fucking retarded <laughs> just come in solidarity yeah you know, don't 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 do that with your eyes, Tom. Don't <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, don't chop half your dick off, mate. There's no need for that. <laughs> don't carry algebra books around as well, all right? Because that just puts us in a bad light. <laughs> what are you doing with that calculator, mate? Use it as a phone, you idiot. Uh, you know, so it's like being being supporting someone in solidarity is not the same as completely almost mocking that whole thing yeah. like that white kid shouting black power it for me like if someone said oh you know asians are great i'd be like do you want to do you want to not say that <laughs> it's a bit fucking weird mate <laughs> it's a bit strange that it you would be weird would say it that. would be weird it would be weird it's like if i was if <laughs> it's it is exactly the same if i went on a um lo- Foot London what was it Football Lads Alliance, and was shouting, "Death to all the Asians! Let's stop the immigrants!" <laughs> and I was like, "Aren't you? Yeah, what's wrong with that, mate?" <laughs> yeah, what? What? Because I'm Asian, I'm not allowed to hate other Asians. Fuck you. <laughs> well, exactly. This is this is where it's kind of for me. I'm, it's a bit. I'm a better white man than you are. <laughs> Look at me drinking and being obese. <laughs> I even hit my girlfriend. Wow. Let's <laughs> not. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Conforming but, to but, my but, own... Uh, <laughs> go on. But the ironic thing was um, there was um, a black girl in the video. It, it's a descriptive term. And, sure. um, and she was saying, don't tell us what black and what brown people need. And it was like, well, hold on. You're not, you're not brown, so you can't... <laughs> You're doing exactly what you're telling them not to do. Yeah. You're speaking for someone else. Like, if you're going to speak for someone else, then do it, but don't tell someone off for doing that thing. Yeah. Why not just say, don't tell minorities what to do? And also, how are Asian people part of the problem? And this is all stemming, uh, actually, the ruling should be soon, of Harvard deliberately not letting Asians into university. Did you hear about this? No. You must have done. I might have. So but. basically, um, uh, Harvard was sued. Um, 
over alleged discrimination against Asian Americans. Right. So, group claims admission process weighed against Asian Americans while university filed brief denying discrimination. So, um, who sued? So the Asian American Alliance, right, says that uh, the rating of Asian American applicants lower Harvard consistently rated American Asian Asian American applicants lower on personality traits such as likability <coughs> and um, therefore stifled their a- access into the university. So between more than 160,000 applicants who applied for admission over six cycles from 2000 to 2015, Asian Americans scored higher than other racial groups on measures like test scores, but fared less well when it came to an assessment of their personality. Right. Which is, one is very um, subjective and the other one is very objective. So it's basically saying, oh, you're a genius, but you didn't get my joke. So (laughs) (laughs) So you are out. Yeah, so good luck getting your education elsewhere. And also, it's things like, how do you judge likability? Yeah, I mean, how can you judge? Uh, That's essentially saying, I'm a white teacher. I'm the dean of this university. Uh, So therefore... I will speak for all of the people when I say that you, sir, are not likeable. Mm. It's exactly the same as, as telling a minority what to do, essentially, in the, uh, the the Evergreen case. So, either way, they were sued by a lot of Asians. Oh. But this is this is basically Harvard trying to level the playing field by not allowing Asian genii to come into their university and, you know, giving it to fucking Bush Jr. because he's white. So where do you stand on this then? Because could you, could you say then if, if the opposite was true and they were just allowing all of these geniuses in, genii, however you want to pronounce it. Geniods? um, Geniods. Let's let's use that. Um, so if they're going to let all of these geniods in, um, but not give someone who's got a fucking great personality but shit grades in, um, well, it, well, it depends what your criteria but d- is. Does it become elitist then? Is what my question was going to be. Does it does it then become a bit too elitist? As in, well, the, but this is this is the this is the question, right? I, th- I think this is the issue. Is that at no point did Harvard say that your test scores will actually not be as important as your likability scores. Right. I, th- I think this was the big issue, in that they never inferred that actually your likability, in your interview, essentially, is more important than your test score. Right. How does it make you feel? Well, as an Asian genius, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, th- you, I, th- I think you, it's a bit fucked up, because... The issue is, if someone's good, someone's good. You can't not let them in. But at the same time, I sort of get their point because, you know, one in a million in China is about a thousand people. 
So one in a million genius in China is a thousand. So thousands of those apply to Harvard and they all get in because they're genius. It's kind of, it, it's sort of, it, yeah, sorry, genius. It sort of um, undermines the whole process, doesn't it? It does. But this is where maybe the university admission system is slightly flawed in that should it only be, you know, should it only be done based on your genius status? Should it be done on something more than that? And this is where it probably is in Harvard. It probably is on things like, do you do sports? You know, are you a likable person? Do we think you'll get on well? Do you think we'll, you'll participate in the university life? Yeah. Which is fine. But this is what exactly what Oxford and Cambridge do. You know where you stand with them. You know that you can be a genius, but you may also fail because you don't participate in certain sports, you know, etc., etc. So it's kind of, I think Harvard prides itself on selecting the best of the best, but they show that they are willing to undermine that by discriminating against a certain group that exceeds everyone racial groups um, or mm-hmm. the other racial groups when it comes to test scores well what, what do you be... think because this this isn't this isn't necessarily well i think i think the issue is that it only applied to asian students but i wonder how many white people black people indian people also got rejected because of that where i stand with it is purely academic so I think if you've got the brains, you're in. Yeah, I think so. I don't think you can discriminate. I mean, if you think about a university being a seat for the advancement of society in one way or the other, in whatever field, I know it's a bit shaky. Evergreen State University, State College. But uh, all right, let's ignore them for a minute because obviously they're just dog shit anyway. Um, but, you know, you're talking about Harvard yeah. or Oxford or Cambridge, you know, sure. a real seat of, of academic power. Um, I would have thought, if it was me, I, I would have thought it was, you know, in the college or university's best interest to have the very best academic minds, regardless of if they're a cunt. Do you know what I mean? They could be a fucking absolute dick. But if they're a complete genius and you can say... You know, you can ha- have him or, or her on your list of alumni. Sure, that that's all that matters, and 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 you can you can say that you had this person come through your ranks and was educated and furthered their own mind in your um, your your um, alma mater. Well, no, 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 just in your ranks. Do you know what I mean? On, on the books there. It, yeah, I guess in the alma mater, but um, you know, what what better way than to advance, hu- you know, the human civilization? Yeah, than, but then than but to the... develop these minds. Yeah, but then you have. Yeah, all right, they might be a cunt, but no, but, they then, might but then solve... you have you have, a, you have a university full of Asians. Yeah, fuck it. We're supposed to be we're supposed to be knocking down racial barriers. Well, yeah, but not not if one race is superiorly stronger than the other. Yeah, but. Surely, it would make sense to play to racial strengths rather than to play on racial weaknesses. Well, how yeah, can exactly. We not, how, exactly. how could we not be stronger as a society? No, no, I if, agree. 
Do you know what I mean, though? I mean, all right, fine. People like to take the piss and say, Afri- you know, African-Americans or blacks, however you want to say it. They say that the blacks are bigger and stronger and faster. All right, fine. Let them dominate sports if that's going to happen. You're still going to get white people in sports and you're still going to get Asians, but, you know, the the percentages will be mixed up. Um, but you know I mean? Sorry, but, I interrupted you before you said, I ironically interrupted you again. But when you were saying, how can we advance society? Well, the only way that you can advance society is by having the right minds in the right places. Why would you want to reject a genius? Well, I agree. It, it is it is the same as if NBA came out and said, you know what, all these black guys who dominate the sport <laughs> can't have that. Get them out, get them out. Let's get some Indians in. Let's have a few Indians <clears throat> in. Let's get some five foot fourers in. Um, we'll lower the we'll lower the baskets, sure, sure, <laughs> and give them step ladders. So, but I agree, I agree. Yeah, I, just I agree that if if you are priding yourself to have the best of the best, and then you reject the best of the best, then how can you, how can you say that you do that? You know what? I'm seeing a loop in the market, mate. I'm tempted to go and set up a university and 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 slash fees in half, and then just just offer a load of excellent teachers, excellent wages. How can and you then, do that with with the slashed university? Well, rates? because I can just let all of the rejects in from all of the you know. I'm going to get a thousand Asians in, mate, in my first year. That's called Evergreen Cochrane. State College, mate. Yep, they're mine. I'll have all the clever ones, and the racist ones can fuck off. <coughs> I'm pretty sure you can't do that. So that's Can. just did, just did. <laughs> so that's done. Well, talk, talking of um... be on the be on the uh, the rules list outside the door. If you're a, if you are a dick, <coughs> if you are a dick, surely no, no one ever thinks dick, they're a dick. Doesn't matter if I think you're a dick, <laughs> and you're not <laughs> as clever as these guys, then you can fuck off. But that's pretty much what <laughs> I know. That's the joke. I know. <laughs> It's not. It's not a joke. It's not a laughing matter, mate. I missed out on a space mate. in Harvard because of that. So um, you're not genial enough, mate. Well, well, let's let's not. Talking of um, accepting the best for the best. Go on. What about this trans athlete who's crushing Aussie Aussie chicks at handball, which is essentially a rugby game for girls? I find it utterly deplorable. Did you Did you watch the YouTube? I did. So basically, this um, girl, who's now a girl, um, guy. It's a guy. She. <laughs> let's not. Um, it's a guy. It's a transgender female athlete. So it was male Man. to female. Uh, the guy was a guy for must be eighteen, nineteen years, something sure. like that. Yeah, best part of male development. <clears throat> and he um, went to university, changed his sex, and has entered a women's handball league. May I just ask? Go ahead. um, So has he, she, just changed genders in the political sense or in the biological sense? I think the biological sense. Okay. (coughs) I think. Can you hear that? Really quiet, mate. Okay. No, I I think it was, um, I think... um, it was definitely a. It looks like. 
it looks like the guy might have started taking hormonal therapy. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, still a strapper though. He's fucking massive. So, okay, he's six foot two, weighing two hundred and twenty pounds, which is about a hundred kilos. Male to female, transgender handballer, Hannah Mosley me. is dope. Yeah, yeah, he's dominating the the women's Asian championships in Japan. Before his transition to female, <laughs> in Japan, not renowned for their height and weight. No, no, no. This this is the the championships are held in Japan. Oh, okay, fine. Um, but before his transition to female in 2016, uh, Mousy played for the Australian men's handball team. And according to Handball's Kanalan, which is the channel, Handball channel, Mousy scored four goals in a match against Kazakhstan on Friday oh. and contributed a combined eight goals in matches against Japan and Iran. Now, I'm willing to bet that if they highlighted that, that's very rare. Yes. Um, so, so, due to Mousy's weight and height and testosterone levels... He was barred from entering the Australian Football League. But Muncy wrote a piece for The Guardian in September blasting the Australian Football League for their regulations. Noted specifically that the weight reg- regulation is a form of body shaming and a blow to all women transgender or not. His biggest concern, he says, she says, is the fact that weight is being used as one of the key physical measures for possible exclusion. Forget the fact that in a game that has such emphasis on endurance and speed, being heavy is not necessarily an advantage. And think about the message it sends to women and girls about their bodies. If you're too big, you can't play. That is incredibly dangerous and backwards. Now, <clears throat> there's a picture of him against, or her, sorry, of, uh, of her against, this isn't deliberate, by the way, of her against um, an Indian team. And it's literally taking two girls... To bring him down, uh, her down. <laughs> <coughs> right. Um, it's just dreadful, mate. I, I don't think you need to say anything more. It's utter bollocks. <clears throat> just. Uh, there's people out there that either identify as a she, a he, or they, they're non gender specific, aren't they? Well. So basically, the acronym is shit. <laughs> well, it, it's it's the same as imagine if LeBron James, arguably one of the best players ever, sure, said, you know what, I've always felt like I was a woman. I'm going to transition into a woman, and then entered the WNBA. Think how many records he would break. LeBroner, yeah, LeBroner. He's changed it. La Ronda. Um, <laughs> racist. <laughs> it's not racist. Um, I mean, he then to become she would absolutely dominate. Wouldn't even have to try. It really. It, I don't understand why these women aren't. Or are they? Are there women sports women out there who are complaining? Because... Uh, there must be, but they will be facing him. Her. <laughs> it's just fucking dog shit. It really is. No, look. I, I'm look. I, I'm all for inclusion, and I think. Of course. And I think. Everyone should have a space, but the issue becomes, and it's not even so much because it's, oh, it's weird. 
it's more because it's fucking dangerous. You've got a guy who was a guy, six foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds. I think he just wants to hit women. Well, let's let's not start casting spurious, you know, <laughs> rumors. <laughs> How else are we going to get famous, mate? <laughs> um, no, I, I think I think look, if if he wants to do it, fair enough. I think the issue becomes that. If you're a six foot two guy running at a five foot five girl who weighs, let's say, a hundred pounds. So let's say me, six foot one, probably two hundred pounds, running full pelt at our mutual friend Chrissy. Yeah. Who's five five? She's something like that, yeah. And like she 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 barely comes up to my chin. Fifty kilos, something like that. Very slight. So she she's very petite. And if you run into her, if, 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 okay, if you're running with the ball and she wanted to tackle you, she'd bounce off. She would, uh, she would not do well out of that. She would not be in the most comfortable of states afterward. No. So that's the question. And then the other people say, oh yeah, but it's the same if if a girl does it. Yes, it is. But there aren't that many six foot two, 220 pound girls. No. There are many, but not that many professionally playing girls who, who no. are like that it it the thing with sport is it's a difficult one well you you always talk you know whenever you play sport it's always keep it fair isn't it fair play you keep you keep everything on a level playing field you have uh, in football 11 men against 11 other men um in rugby what is it 15 well, is it 15 sure rugby union Rugby Union. What is it in uh, um, Who Super League? Who cares? Whatever it is, fuck it. Everything's on, or done on a level playing field and it's all fair and square. Well, it's, 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 if you take any high performing, any middle performing, forget LeBron James. Let's take... Um, who's a mediocre player? What, what, for football? Yeah, let's take football. If you take someone like... I don't know. Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy. And put him into the German women's football team, he would fucking destroy them. Probably. Almost likely. Yeah. If you take... And this is, this is where it gets weird, because surely, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to create... A transgender league. Yeah, there's, there's, that was the track I was going to go down. It, there's got to be people, people who would sign up and say. <clears throat> but then, I mean, if you have a transgender league, does that mean that you? Yes. Because there are not many transgender athletes. So would you have to create this league, but then invite? Uh, well, I don't really know what the word is, but regular gender people in. <laughs> Non-transgender? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Because otherwise you're going to have about <laughs> enough people to make one team. No, no, no matter how you cut it, I think it's going to be an issue. If you exclude people based on their testosterone level, so if your testosterone level is too high and you, pl- you want to play for a women's, in a women's league, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to exclude a lot of transgender people. If you're, you know... 
it's it's a tricky subject, and I think a lot of people are taking not taking advantage necessarily, but are lucky enough that these rules don't exist yet. But where they will does, start to. Where does it stop though? In what sport are we going to say enough is enough? Because I think boxing. Well, this is what I was going to say. Imagine if Tyson Fury says, "Actually, do you know what? I've realised that you know, yeah, I am identifying as a woman. Yeah. I want to. I want to. You know, you can't stop me. I identify as a woman. I want to go and compete. No, e- even worse. Let's not take Tyson. Let's take uh, Wilder, because okay. he punches like a fucking car crash hitting yes. you. Yes. So if he goes in and says, "I think he's the hardest puncher in the game." He's a complete knockout masterclass. Yeah. And if he goes in and says, I'm going to be a woman now, and I'm going to compete <laughs> with women. Yeah. He would He'd probably kill people. Distro- yeah, he would. He, he would, would probably kill them. I mean, Tyson Fury is, is no small man. Like he's six foot seven. He's like he's 250 pounds. He's 250, 280 odd pounds, something like that. He's a big, big, big man. And he got dropped twice, and he just about got up. Um, but he still still did. I'm still in awe. What a fight! But what a fight! Joshua has a fucking. But he's six foot seven, <clears throat> right? Yeah, no, no, I agree. Foot... I agree. I'm six foot one, and I'm probably around two hundred pounds. If if Wilder hit me, ah, I would fucking drop like a sack of shit. Yes, there's yes. no doubt in my mind. Full pelt. Absolutely, my head would rock. Yeah, well, uh, he'd probably kill down. you. He'd probably kill me. He'd probably snap snap my neck. He would probably kill you. So, th- so this is. So, if he was to go up against Chrissy, uh, sorry, not Chrissy, but a, a woman. Um, who's the um, who's the the famous um, female boxer? Um, she was an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, English. Uh, hold on. Uh, anyway, if if he if he went up against her, he would destroy her. Very good man. She's not that tall either. I mean, there would there wouldn't be. This is the thing. He's a heavyweight, so they wouldn't even be in Is the same sort of Nicola Adams. Yeah, yeah. So, but but they wouldn't be in the same kind of category. So, say if you take another heavyweight who's a woman, well, fuck it. If you take Nicola Adams, must be um, featherweight, lightweight. Yeah. So if you take Golovkin, or is it Albert? Not on Alvarez. You got Sonia Lamonakis as a heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's Greek American, right? Uh, she's one point seven meters. So okay, so barely five foot seven. <laughs> Taller than five foot seven, isn't it? Mm. One hundred and seventy centimeters. One hundred and seventy, no. Yeah, one point. One hundred and eighty-six foot. Okay, it is, isn't it? <coughs> so 5'8", maybe at the most. I mean, yeah, she's considered heavyweight. Who else would be? How heavy is she? I don't have a... Oh, here we go. So how about this then? Vonda Ward, uh, American female boxer, 1.98 metres. Uh, to be fair, she's six foot six. She's six foot six, but can you guess her kilogrammage? Uh, no. 81. <sighs> so that's still... That's not heavy. How much does Deontay Wilder weigh? Just looking at that now. Deontay Wilder is ninety six. He's ninety six kilos. So and he's two he, meters. So he's three meters, three centimeters. So he, he's three centimeters taller and thirty kilograms heavier. 
There we go. So every centimetre bigger he is, it's another 10 kilos. And that's just, that's pure muscle. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking shredded. I mean, look, if... The guy, yeah, the guy is just a big muscle. And if he hit this woman who was three centimetres shorter than him, she would fucking collapse in a heap on the floor. Yes, yes, she would. And, she, and she's the tallest in the game. And probably, and probably one of the best, I would have thought. Yeah. 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 So, it, it, I, I think it will end badly. I think it would end in a death. Yeah. And I think that's when people will start to think, well, oh, maybe we should do something about it. Yeah, maybe we should um, not let men who think they're women play women's sports because it's fucking dangerous. Well, the, the issue uh, is uh, that... Well, I, I think it detracts from women's achievements. Uh, ironically, yeah. Ironically, think... it does because actually you don't have you don't even have to be as good as Wilder to go into a ring if you're fucking massive. If you're not to say that he was a bad fighter, but if you're Kimbo Slice, yeah, and you go in and you start fighting a woman, you're gonna win. You're gonna knock him out. To be honest, this Sonia Lemonakis, who's what considered a heavyweight at five foot seven sure if i go to the gym for a couple of months and beef up i fancy my chances mate uh don't know about that <laughs> i think she would destroy you i think i think where it actually wow. i think where it could be quite even is is somewhere like judo or somewhere like um uh jiu-jitsu yeah because it's not really it's about your technical. Sh- exactly, it's, it's, it's not really technical. about your strength or your height. In fact, if you're taller, it's probably worse. It's probably it is. I, I used to I used to do judo, and a friend of mine when I was doing my green belt, I think it was. A friend oh. of mine was already on his black belt, and he was a good foot shorter than me, sort of you know really short guy, but a fantastic judo practitioner. Very very good. Very quick, not the strongest, but don't have to be there, right? You know, his center of gravity was amazing, and all he, you know, judo means the gentle way, I think. So, all he did was shift about nimbly on his feet, and I was fucking facing the ceiling, didn't even know what was happening. The only place he couldn't beat me was groundwork, so I was stronger than him, sure. Wow, but you know, most of the time I ended up so you say, well, you know, was sorry. So, anyway, moving on, I I think that's uh. It's a very, it's a huge minefield. I'm all for the pro- the progress that transgender people have made in terms of being accepted in society. To be fair, I never gave a fuck. I don't care what you do with your body. No, in yeah. terms of you know, like if if you if you feel like you were born in a different body, fuck it, change your body, become yeah. be comfortable. Well, it's the same as religion, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. If it if it affects you and your happiness, then fine. But as soon as it starts affecting me. And you bring it to my table, and it affects how I have to live my life. Get the fuck away from me. But in what sense? Because now you're going down the right wing way. Um, in the sense that I don't want. Um, you don't want to see the gays holding hands in the streets. No, 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 Why can't no, no, they no, do no, it? Because that that doesn't Im- impact my life you or the way that I have to live. Yeah, true. I just don't. I just don't want Jehovah's Witnesses knocking at my door trying to convert me. Equally, I don't want transgender people. Are you sure you're happy with your penis? <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see it now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you sure your penis wasn't supposed to be a vagina? No, but I think 
uh, yeah, I can't imagine there are many um, activists, transgender activists, who are like, no, everyone needs to be a different, you know, no one, no one's trying to preach to you that you're born the wrong gender because it's. I, I think it is no. such a but equally, intimate thing. Something that would impact me is because I play sport. I, you know, I go and play football. If all of a sudden girls are appearing on the team opposite me, saying that they feel like they're men and we're just battering them, I just wouldn't feel comfortable. I wouldn't feel comfortable going shoulder to shoulder with a five foot four little petite um, thing. I, I, I really wouldn't. I, I really, really wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, was... but you're shit at football, <laughs> so you'd probably enjoy it. <laughs> My level, mate. No, but like, say we were playing rugby, I think I would actually, I would be like, you know what, fair enough. If a girl steps into my ring, who's just become a boy, and she's taking all these testosterone shots and whatever else. Right. And she's like, no, you know what, I'm going to fucking do you, son. I'm going to be like, okay, fine. Yeah, but when does that... When does that then not become a competition for you? But it, the whole point it, it already of going is a competition. to a, yeah, but it's not, is it? Once you've started battering them and you're winning forty-one-five, so well, you score a goal, an own try. It 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 takes all the fun out of the actual sport itself, and then there's no point in doing it. Well, yeah. I'm not sure about that. Well, you can be as sure or unsure as you want. Sure, sure. Just don't intrude into my life with it. <laughs> what about, uh, just just to move on slightly, what about Neil deGrasse Tyson's rape allegation? I don't know masses about it. Well, but... good to see that you prepared for the show. Well, you know, prepared in other ways, like, you know, coming back from Germany. Um, I think it's shocking. Really, really, really shocking. If you have some more information, that would be marvellous for our listeners. Of course it would. Just Googling it now. What about know. what about Cristiano Ronaldo's rape allegation? Yeah, that one that one goes quite far. That was back in America, wasn't it? Yeah. That was in it's America in, in like a hotel October. or something. The one the one thing that I will say to this and <clears throat> This will sound very bad on my behalf, and I apologise, ladies, for this now immediately. <laughs> um, Dimitri Williamson's uh, uh, comments are not those of the yarn spinners. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Disclaimer over. But does Ronaldo need to rape girls to have sex with them? Well, it depends on if he wants the person that he finds attractive and she doesn't want him. Yeah, but this is this is what I mean. Surely, it's a bit like Eric Weinstein wasn't a pretty fella. He was rich and he was powerful. Do you mean Harvey Weinstein? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein, not Eric. Eric, we love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein wasn't a pretty fella, but he was rich and powerful, and he was probably frustrated that women didn't find him attractive, right? So the only way that he could fuck a beautiful actress was to threaten her or coerce her or rape her. Okay. When you're Ronaldo, you're six foot something godlike 
person in terms of looks and body. Mm-hmm. Do you really like you went out with apparently uh, Arena Shake and all sorts of models? Do you really care that a girl who you found in a club in Las Vegas doesn't want to have sex with you? Yeah, so do you think your it, ego takes over, or do you think that you're I like think, fuck it? I think ego would take over. Right. I think so. I, I'm just asking the question. I'm not saying that beautiful men and rich men don't rape. They obviously do. Yeah. I'm just. I, I don't know how. I don't know. I how, don't know. It could be an arrogance thing as well. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what these people's views are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. Obviously, we're playing devil's advocate there a little bit. No, forget about that. I was wrong. I was wrong. Of course, it could happen. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. No, that was that was a stupid thing for me to say. I'll I'll cut that. I'll cut that from the show. I'll cut that from the show. I'll cut that from the show. (laughs) I won't. I won't because we don't we don't do that. But so Neil deGrasse Tyson coming back to that. He's um. He's been accused of rape by a student who okay. at, at University of Texas, Austin. Is that where he teaches? So, yes. She was a graduate student and um, he was teacher-assisting her, Astronomy 101. <laughs> Te- teacher-assisting? Well, it says cool. TAing, but I assume that's teacher-assisting. Sure. Um, and apparently she lived with it for 30 years. Right. Um, yeah. Where's the evidence? Well, it's very difficult to get evidence in something like this. It happened a long time ago, and what are you going to do? It depends on how isolated a case it is, doesn't it? If a Does few it? more people come out, well, I, I'm talking about in. What if you only did of, it once? Well, then the case might lose its weight, regardless of its validity. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So he says he didn't do it. Obviously. Obviously. Um. He says that um. It's a serious accusation, um. But. It wasn't ever so. <clears throat> so he was accused by two more women of sexual misconduct, right? Um, the and he lost his Cosmos reboot, which was his show, Emmy-winning show. Um, I'm trying to find what actually happened. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Um, so what's happened? I'm asked thousands of people per year to take pictures with them. A flattering, time-consuming, but delightful chore. As many in my fan base can attest, I get, I get almost giddy if I notice you're wearing cosmic bling. Clothing or jewellery or tattoos that portray the universe either scientifically or artistically. And I make it a priority to point out these adornments for the photograph. A colleague at a well-attended after-conference social gathering came up to me to ask for a photograph. She was wearing a sleeveless dress with a tattooed solar system extending up her arm. And while I don't explicitly remember searching for Pluto at the top of her shoulder, 
It is surely something that I would have done in that situation, as we all know I have professional history with the dem demotion of Pluto, which had occurred officially just three years earlier. So whether people included or not in their tattoos is of great interest to me. I was reported to have groped her by searching up her dress, when this was simply a search under the cover part of her shoulder to her sleeveless dress. Okay. Um... I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Could it have been an innocent thing? I, I think I think in some ways people have a sense of when it is creepy or when it is not creepy. Mm. Um, I think obviously friends do it to each other. It's not creepy. Unless it is creepy. Um, yeah. it, it's a difficult thing to say. You know, do I automatically believe the victim? No. Do I automatically dismiss the victim? No. I think something like this should be examined. The issue is that it happens, you know, there's probably no other witnesses. There's probably no way to justify or to examine whether this has happened maliciously or whether it happened almost, not accidentally, but innocently. Mm -hmm. um, so how the fuck do you do it? You know, the, these people that came out about Harvey Weinstein accusing, like, is it the number of people that makes it valid or is it the truth that makes it valid? Mm. It's really difficult. It's your flaw, to... mate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Um, it's obviously the truth that makes it valid. Um, it's 30 years ago. Um, in cases like this, you kind of wonder why it takes so long to come to light. Well, well this, this specific one was nine years ago. Okay. Well, he seems to be remembering... So, he, so he's being case. accused of... Sorry, just, just to highlight what he's being accused of. He's being accused of inappropriately looking up someone's under someone's dress. Okay. Girl. Up the up, up the skirt up up their skirt. Uh, no, it was it was a tattoo on her arm. So I think he was trying to look for Pluto on the shoulder. So if you if you say that you know the, the dress had a sleeve, he was trying to sort of undo the dress to look for it. Right. I mean, it's a bit weird. It's not rape. So, I don't know. It's a really subjective thing if you have a um, a majority female. But jury. say you saw someone doing that to your girlfriend. Yeah. How would you I react? Would, well, it depends who it is. If it's some fucking stranger, Neil deGrasse like, what Tyson. Are you doing? Okay, I'd say, all right, Neil, what are you doing? Oh, I thought I saw Pluto on your girlfriend's shoulder. I was like, what are you calling her fat? Obviously, she doesn't have a dwarf planet on her shoulder. Would you like to fuck off? What if she did? I'd say, oh yeah. How did you hear about that though, mate? Bit fucking creepy. Yeah. But I wouldn't say, Robin, are you alright? You've just been raped. <clears throat> wow. On the shoulder. Okay. What if she came up to you and said he was acting inappropriately and it's sexual yeah. misconduct? I'd say, okay, what did he do? And then she explains. Okay, uh, I'd probably confront him and say, 
what are you doing? Why have you just done this? You've now upset my girlfriend. But equally, you know how... Um, I think Chrissy was saying this, and we'll have her back on the show next year. Sure. To um, For her to confirm this. But I think she was saying that she doesn't want guys stepping in to defend her. Yes. She can defend herself. Yes. Unless it's taken too far. Of course. I mean, what? How? What was too far? <clears throat> Being bundled up in a carpet and chucked into the boot of a car? Well, let's not make it she about Middle Easterners, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, "Where's Chrissy gone?" Oh, mate, she, you know, she's fine. She's got this. So, no, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, and I know exactly what you're going to say. But it's difficult. It is difficult. It is. Do you worry about being accused of inappropriately looking or touching or whatever? No. It's not something I consciously think of when I go go out. Oh, what if she doesn't like the way that I've just looked at her shoes? It doesn't, it doesn't worry me. I, I, I know full well that anything that I do is never inappropriate. Well, you touched my ass when you went to sleep, mate. That's pretty inappropriate. You loved it. <laughs> that is a rapist talking right there. <laughs> <coughs> you loved it. That's mate. basically what that. That's what's wrong with the world, mate. Lads, yeah. <laughs> they will never stand up in a court of law. <coughs> yeah, true. And then similar to that, an American footballer was um, filmed pushing a girl for calling him the N word. Right. And um, his club sacked him. Um. I think he pushed her and he like kicked her or something. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right is my thoughts on that one. Oh, for example. Okay. A woman calls a black man the N-word and he, as a professional athlete, pushes and kicks her. Doesn't rectify the issue. Does it? No. <clears throat> I'm not... Condoning what she's done, no. you should never. You should, you know, um, you should never um, make someone feel how that word can make people feel. It's not your right to say that. No one has the right to say that, and it's not appropriate. But that doesn't mean that because someone has said it, you then have the right to physically assault them. No, he should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, it's like I said, two wrongs really, really don't make a right. If I see someone murder someone, it doesn't give me the right to then go and murder some, you know, that person. That's not how how society works. Yeah, yeah. I think the chief sacking him is a bit too much, though. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was probably a step too far to to sack. But, you know, it's think, tumultuous times, isn't it? So Well, yeah, and they can't be seen to be weak. Maybe a nice lengthy spell on the uh, reserve team, just, just to get them out of the public eye a little bit, would have sufficed. And a fine, a nice hefty fine. Um, but then are you not essentially condoning what he's done by hiding him from limelight and not? Well, I mean, it was said a bit tongue in cheek, but um, was it? No, you're you're not condoning it. I I wouldn't say that it's making it okay. At the end of the day, he was also assaulted. 
you know, right, not physically, but he was assaulted. He reacted in a way that wasn't appropriate. And rather than him being sacked and then supported for something that may or may not have been traumatising for him, you don't know what he went through as a child and whether he was racially abused. Almost likely. So, well, <coughs> you know, most likely. So he may have reacted because he's got underlying psychological issues that actually should have been addressed and therefore the club could be in some sort of negligence of duty of care for not addressing his traumas and helping him through it rather than just sacking him and making him worse. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he's still in the wrong for doing what he did. I'm not condoning it. Um, but I think... I, I don't know what I think about this. Is it too harsh? <clears throat> I don't know. Is it not harsh enough? Well, what yeah, else I, I could it know. possibly do? Well, exactly. But you kind of... Yeah. There's a guy, what was it? Who's the footballer who went to prison for rape? I think it was rape. And then when he got released from prison... <clears throat> oh, the Sheffield the Blades guy. Yeah, Chad. Chad, Chad Evans. It. Is it Chad Evans? I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, if there's someone that should be banned from sport, it's someone who's committed rape. But I think he's been he... acquitted, hasn't he? Uh, I don't think he got acquitted, did he? I thought he did. I thought he was cleared. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. And he's suing his former defence lawyer as well. Oh, of course he is. Because he was. Um, what about Stuart Downing? What happened to him? <coughs> um, he got caught sending inappropriate messages to a sixteen-year-old girl. Uh, are you um, sure that was Stuart Downing? Wasn't it um, Adam? Oh, oh, it was Adam Johnson. Sorry, yeah. Stuart Downing. That's fake news. That is right fake there. news. Sorry, mate. That was a, that was highly inappropriate of me. Adam Johnson. We'll cut that bit. No, because still, still, still do it. Stuart Downing did nothing. Stuart Downing's a brilliant footballer for Middlesbrough. Uh, with a wicked left foot on him. Bright, bright spell at Liverpool as well. Yes, lit up the prem for a couple of days. <laughs> so first you accuse him of rape, and then you fucking destroy his career. <laughs> Um, uh, no, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so overall, I think we both agree that he should have, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. What about yeah. "Baby It's Cold Outside" being banned in Cleveland because of lyrics? I really. So, which lyrics exactly do they not like? Is it the "It's Cold Outside" because it never is there? <laughs> no, it's because one of the lines says, "What is in this drink?" Oh, baby, it's bad out there. Okay. I really can't think. Why don't you lie down there? Sure. <laughs> no, it's, it's not it that sound. bad, but but it is just it is just. <laughs> <laughs> there is a line which is basically saying, "Let me pour you a drink," and then she says, "Oh God, what's in this drink?" Yes. And obviously, it's not that it's not that he put drugs in it, but it's because her well, she's liquor. getting drunk. Yes. And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> I've made that but, joke before." I was like, "Oh God, what's in this water?" It's yeah. like, oh, that's a whiskey, mate. Yeah, obviously, mate. Yeah, obviously. Idiot. Thanks for ruining the joke. But it's no different to saying, you know, oh, let's ban this film because when they drink champagne, they say, oh, these bubbles go straight to my head. So basically it's... every episode of Sex in the City. Yeah. 
just ban it. That's done. Next. So it's stupid. It's ridiculous. I, I, I think we agree that banning a song because of a lyric which has nothing to do with date rape drugs is stupid. Yeah. Yes. What about this one? This is an interesting one. A university in London uh, required a comedian to sign up to a sensitivity contract, banning him from speaking about certain topics such as homosexuality and race. I had this very discussion with my mother. Oh, um, your dynamuta. Yeah, my dynamuta. Um, well, so we drove to Germany, and as you know, I will make a joke of anything. Do you want to speak a bit louder, Benny? Um, speaking loud enough, I feel. No? I'm right next to my microphone. And I'm speaking loudly. That's better. That's better. Oh, marvellous. Okay, we'll cut that bit, yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah, we'll cut that bit, because, you know, terrible. So, I, I like to make jokes and, you know, whatever. And my mother thought, because I made a joke about something that might have been seen as sensitive, she said, you can't make jokes about that. And And I took issue with it. I thought... Why should you not be able to make a joke out of something? If if one thing's on the table, then everything should be. Otherwise, if one thing is off the table, then everything should be. So you believe in absolute freedom of speech? Of comedy, yeah. 100%. Why, why specifically in comedy, though? Because comedy is tongue-in-cheek and satirical and a reflection on... Society, and I think it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think it's um, a pressure release. I think people go to a comedian because the comedian will say things that they would never be able to say, and they like the shock factor of it. But they also know that it's a joke, and that there's actually no hard feelings in it. So, like Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. Yeah. Exactly. If you know, he 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 pokes fun at actors and actresses, um, pokes fun at himself. You know, <clears throat> nothing is off the table, and I think that's how it should be with comedy. Yeah. So, do, do you agree? <clears throat> no, I agree. I agree. Um, but I think um, this is unfortunately the sad reality of truth. Um, if I if I may quote the standard, oh, the London standard, the Evening Standard, even upstanding tabloid paper, um, chief editor of which is George Osborne, former Chancellor of the Exchequer for the Conservative government. Just saying. Excellent, upstanding fellow. <clears throat> so a comedian pulled out of performing at a charity gig after he was asked to sign a contract, which included a banned list of topics. Fair enough to him. He had to. Uh, he was sent a behavioural agreement form, which t- stopped him from telling jokes that were not respectful and kind. Respectful and kind. Yeah. It said by signing this contract, you are agreeing to our no tolerance policy, no tolerance, with regards to racism, sexism, classism, ageism, ableism, homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, xenophobia, Islamophobia, or anti-religion or anti-atheism. We would be fucked 
in that gig. A hundred percent. I probably wouldn't even. I wouldn't even take it on. Uh, well, he he didn't. The comedian was due to appear at the night arranged by UNICEF on campus at SOAS, uh, which is a university in London, um, next uh, in in December. And uh, Mr. Kissin, who recently gained the title of Jewish Comedian of the Year, um, shared a picture of the form on Twitter. Um, society leaders said the comedy night aimed to provide a safe space that offered joy, love, and acceptance. So basically, not not comedy then. We wanted to make sure it was an appropriate event for the cause. We would never impose that guests would have to agree to anything they do not believe in. Yeah, because they won't be able to actually participate. Um, The comedian was among the four scheduled to perform at the fundraising event scheduled for January 23rd. Uh, They all received an email from the society which read, Attached is a short behavioral agreement form that we will ask for you to sign on the day to avoid problems. <clears throat> all topics must be presented in a way that is respectful and kind it does not mean that these topics cannot be discussed but it must be done in a respectful and non-abusive way right um, sounds like the worst comedy gig in the fucking world you'd be trying to tell a joke a simple knock knock joke or why did the chicken cross the road Someone's hand would shoot up and say that's discriminatory to doors or chickens or chewing gum. Well, <clears throat> this is it. Where does it stop, right? Because everyone's going to be upset about something. So, there'll, there'll always be someone upset. <sighs> it's, it's crazy, mate. So, what, what's, our, what's our rating? Stupid or Cupid? Because we love it. <laughs> um, can it's, I can I go for the extreme? Fucking stupid. Sure, sure, sure. And then your topic, Tommy. I think I think we'll yeah. close with this one. Go on. Well, do you want to introduce it? Which one? Nothing to discuss. <laughs> um, I did pose a question unto your little self. Sure. Um, about. Religion and science, um, and I did wonder what your thoughts were, so I'll ask you formally. Um, well, do you want to present your argument? Sure. You know, just tell me how to to say my bit, my thirty percent that I get in the show compared to your seventy. You know, um, basically the the thing that I was thinking of was um, as society changes uh, and goes from. Um, a majority religious state to a more open thinking scientific state in it, you know insofar as Roman Catholicism accepting uh, evolution as the most likely method of us arriving at our current destination in life should religion in some way or another be less tax exempt or science be more tax exempt to further the human cause so my question to you is this you're saying this because you're an atheist no i'm not necessarily an atheist agnostic Agnostic, sure so are you saying this because what's the reason for it why are you saying this my 
Well, the reason is, I, 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 I was in Arken. I looked at the size of the cathedral. I thought that's fucking big, isn't it? I've been to a, you know a lot of cities across Europe, and I've looked at the cathedrals and thought they're fucking big, aren't they? I've watched a lot of documentaries about the Roman Catholic um, religion. And um, thought to myself, you know, look at, you know, look at how much money this company, because I'm going to call it a company, has. Um, so you're not biased at all. It's not that I'm biased. It's that I think that having something like a religion as tax exempt is just, it's it's an ancient way of thinking. It's really not forward thinking at all. The amount of money that these religions have is astronomical. They could probably they they have their own bank. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's not even just the physical money that they have. It's also things of monetary value, so real estate, art, etc., etc. Et well, anything that is not money but can be monetized their wealth is exuberant yeah. and i kind of think but you're talking specifically about the catholics well that that is just the catholics i mean i'm yeah. pretty sure judaism is tax exempt yeah i'm not sure they're as opulent as the catholics are doesn't matter well the, the, no it doesn't it to me it's, it's not really necessary about who is more opulent or who is richer than who, all I'm thinking is, why do they need to be tax-exempt? What is the reasoning? Where is the advancement? The only reason that it was an advancement in the first place was because that was the way that society was structured, around religion. Well, Now it's not. Yeah. Now the thing, that, the thing that we're structured around now is science, for the majority of things. I mean, look at how we're talking to each other right now through the internet oh. and through our MacBooks. Sure. So, you know, technology is the thing that is really driving the advancement of the human race. And obviously te technology is science. Yeah. Why is the shift of focus not moving? Do you know what I mean? Why, why is it not... Why are things not keeping up with with, with the, the, the level that we're at? Do you know what I mean? We're, we're reaching such astronomical... Um, levels in our advancements, do you know what I mean? I mean, we're going I think Voyager has just reached deep space mm -hmm. and that thing was sent up in the 70s um, you know we've just sent another oh, I can't remember what it's called now, but I think it's just gone to Venus or Mercury to go and study the atmosphere, we've sent another satellite to the Sun, we've sent another lander to Mars and it's sending back astronomically beautifully clear photos of, of Mars yeah, and probing, probing the soil etc but that it's all done on a fraction of the funding that could be there and, and think of how society itself could change it, you know, we wouldn't need to pay taxes if the church paid tax if it, and it's not necessarily just the church it's companies as a whole Do you know I mean there's all these schemes and loopholes for Starbucks and Amazon to pay a million dollars tax here and there when they're earning 500 million in a calendar year. 
I think NASA is actually tax exempt now. Okay, fine. <clears throat> NASA. But that's one... But university research centres are probably aren't. Well, that's... That's, that's, that's primarily cases, your issue, isn't it? That is primarily my issue. But it's also, as you said, and you raised a really, really valid point in saying that maybe as an incentive, scientists should be tax-exempt themselves and they shouldn't pay tax on their wages. Mm. I, I, I thought that was valid. Because I think at the, at the moment, there's an interesting statistic that the lower the level of um, quality of life you have a country in a country, the more the country is likely to produce female scientists and mathematicians and business people. Mm. So, obviously, conversely, the higher the level of quality of life in a country, the more likely it is that women will go more towards humanitarian sciences, nursing, teaching, etc., so I suppose maybe this will incentivize women and minorities to go into scientific and pursue scientific endeavors more so than they do now. Um, but primarily, I, I think given that there's a huge shortage of scientists, why not make scientists your next investment banker? Mm. Why not give them the tax exemptions and maybe tax, um, tax religions? You know, um, you might not necessarily have to tax the individual church or church group that, you know, is built on a shoestring. But this, I suppose this is another question. How do you tax the Vatican? Because it's not, you know, because it is just the Vatican. It's not like every church in the UK has millions of dollars stashed in their bank account. No, but you can look at an organised religion and you can find its head just because your church down the road is depleted it's still a Roman Catholic church or a Church of England church so you know you can always find the leader you can always find the head yeah but that, that, then, you, then you need to repatriate the um, the funds because the leader of the Catholic Church is the Pope, and he's in Italy. He's well, He's in the Vatican. Yeah. So how do you repatriate those funds? Well, I think you would. I mean, you would probably have to look at how many Roman Catholic churches there are in the UK. How many? Maybe you could do it per capita. <clears throat> so how many Roman Catholic families do you have over here, and what would the economic value of those families be? So you wouldn't tax... Okay, that's interesting. interesting. But, but the, the, the primary point, I mean, we're not going to come to a, to a mechanism on, on the show right now, but I think that the whole point is that churches... Well, specific, it's, it's really only the Catholic Church because they're tax-exempt, but as soon as you... But they don't really make any money. A lot of the, a lot of the Catholic money, for example, is ancient. It's stuff that they've taken or stolen or, you know, people have given them in the olden times. So do you tax them now, given that they probably don't... I mean, well, let's have a look. How much um, 
how much does the Catholic Church make a year? There's actually a question on that on Google. Well, <coughs> the, the economist thing, the other things that you can look at, you, but you can look at what they put their investments in. I mean, I think was it the it was either Catholicism or, or the Church of England had had shares in Wonga or or owned Wonga, which was a uh, money lending yeah, um, yeah. company. I think they invested in it. They invested in it. So apparently, in the US, um, the Catholic Church has an operating budget of 170 billion. Wow. But to be fair, they need that because it's not cheap to repatriate all those priests that fuck children. So. <laughs> and it's, you know, and you. Th think you, about all the hush money and the tickets uh, and the. Well, and obviously, people need somewhere to go. To pray to a fictional being. Well, we say it's fictional. Might not be fictional. Probably is. Well, you're agnostic. You're not atheist, so. I th the I think... thing is, you can say I'm agnostic or I'm atheist, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. You can't. You, oh, okay. You can not believe in religion. Sure. You can't not believe in science. You can say that you don't believe it. You can say you don't believe in evolution. You can say that you think the Earth is flat. You can say you don't believe in Newtonian physics or quantum physics. Doesn't matter. Still there. Well, definitely. Also, I think Gervais made a very good point of it by saying, if you take the Bible and you destroy it, yeah, and you ask people to rewrite it, it will be completely different to what it was. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a science book will always be the same. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a very good point. Um, it's exceptionally valid point because he's a smart man. So, legend, yeah, yeah. Um, Come on the show, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Ricky. Uh, but I think, are we going to have his friend soon? Hopefully, good. Uh, <laughs> well, bit of sneak peek there. Um, <laughs> but I think instead of taxing the church, I think we should incentivize people to go into science. Okay. I, because, but, because I think, but, but I think, you have to find this money from somewhere, don't you? And, and and the way I'm looking at it is, if you're saying that the Catholic Church operates on 170 billion a year in the US alone, sure. I mean, can you just really quickly have a look at how much the uh, the Senate Council gives NASA, who have to beg and plead for every cent that they're given? Uh, so the NASA budget for 2018 was 20.7 billion. Wow. So a casual 150 billion dollars less than the fucking church. This is the highest since 2009. Cool. Still, when you look at the church, that's dreadful. Yeah. And then if you want to stick with the American theme, Look at all of the evangelists on TV who are raking in people's oh, money. Did you see the one that said, uh, God, God wants you to buy me a jet? Yeah. God, God wants you to buy me the Airbus 3000. Oh, the Aer Lingus, get it for me. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. Fucking buy it yourself, you cunt. I think, but that's that's not... that's. This is, this is the, the, the big difference, though. It's not... The, that religion is inherently bad. It's the people that are bad. Of course. 
<clears throat> of course it is. But, yeah. you know... Yeah. NASA, oh, NASA received twenty point seven billion in twenty. So, what percentage of what? What's the percentage difference there? Uh, six. Twenty billion is about. What's twenty into hundred? About six percent. So that so 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 NASA. No, 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 no. Oh, he's Asian, and he's now having to use a calculator. Sixteen percent. Ladies and gentlemen, failed Asian here. <laughs> he would never get into. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I would because great personality. Well, great, <laughs> great personality. Stupid. So the perfect Asian for Harvard. <laughs> Look, guys, we're not racist. He's not even that clever. should go mate yeah mate but I, I, I think you're right i think sciences need to be more involved i think they need to be better funded i think taxing the church is not going to help it though yeah because they'll well, just hire the best accountants and they'll move their money into an offshore account i know but the principle the principle, the, the principle is, is the principle is right but i think you're attacking it from from a different perspective yes mine is better so next <laughs> so Tommy talking yes. of science how can they ask us all these questions well what they can do is you know using that 16% of the uh, church in America's um, not six not budget um, yeah 16 not the failed Asian fucking white boy uh, mathematics that he's doing um, so hit us up Twitter yeah we're on there sure we're also on Facebook, so... What's our Twitter handle? It is Spinner's Yarn, I believe. We changed it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Is it Spinner's Yarn? I don't know. <laughs> we are the worst. We are the worst. Oh, my God, how bad are we? I'm just Fairly checking sure. now. I'm just Fairly checking sure. now. Do it. Uh, In the meantime, Facebook, at Yarn Spinner's One. Podcast Yarn. Our podcast yarn, there we go, Twitter. Yeah, that's easy. So We're so bad. You can also send carrier pigeon to Dimitri um, in Kazakhstan. It's the normal postage system there. Um, yeah, email us, yarnspinnerspodcast at gmail.com. Sure. Um, you know, just fucking wish us a Merry Christmas or something. Send us a death threat, something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, exactly. Please do. That'll be funny. Um, but anyway, we out. Peace. Peace.